You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 4-1 Game Zone. Hello and welcome to our final E3 event reaction show. Uh, I am your host, Sean Garmer, and with me, Daniel Anderson. Hello. Well, Nintendo announced a hell of a lot for just one hour or so, and then afterwards they also announced Devil's Third being an exclusive for the Wii U. What a... Surprise you most out of this whole thing. Uh, well, just you started and ended with a surprise. When it started off, you had Robot Chicken, and when it <laughs> ends, you get a graphically violent, mature rated game exclusive to the Wii U. I can always dig that because they I'm, need things like that. You know, they just had Bayonetta for that kind of reason, and then. Yeah. Yeah, and the game actually looked good too, which surprises me. Now, obviously, we haven't. Nobody's really played it yet or anything. We did see gameplay footage, but we don't know how it handles. But I mean, just from what I saw, it looks like it would be a fun game. And the multi. It, oh, and I should mention it does have multiplayer. Yes, a Nintendo game with online multiplayer. I know, that's a miracle, right? <laughs> yeah, and then you add in a graphically violent Nintendo game with online multiplayer and your head could explode. <laughs> uh, of course, big reveals. Well, it was kind of a pseudo-reveal. Time actually had revealed it sort of in full before the conference started. Star Fox, for Wii U using the gamepad. How excited are we about this? I'm willing to give them every chance to make it a good game. I mean, I think there's a lot that they could do with the gamepad with a flight sim game, and I'm going to enjoy seeing it and see if it actually works. Yeah, I'm interested in those gamepad controls. I mean, the fact that you can noob it around and do some of the tricks with the gamepad and stuff like that. I really think that if, uh, you know, they're going to start making games that really make the gamepad a thing and it's going to have its own controls, kind of like how that six-axis was supposed to work for the PS3, but it actually works. Uh, I think Nintendo finally figured out how they can make the gamepad something. Yeah, and let's face it. I mean, Nintendo does have experience in getting motion controls to work. Yeah, and a lot of people just didn't want to have to stand there and look silly doing the Wii. You can kind of just, sort of like what you do sometimes. I know I did it, and I probably would still do it if I played Mario Kart, was I move the controller while I'm driving. So it's kind of a similar thing, you know? Yeah, and I mean, Nintendo had a very strong press conference. It impressed me. I, at this point, I would probably say that they had the best press conference. Yeah, from having known commodities constantly out there, Nintendo with uh, 
Yoshi's yarn thing, which was terrific. I've been waiting for an actual Yoshi game that's not something Super Mario Brothers or New Island or whatever based. Yeah. Definitely cool with that. Uh, you have the, uh, they, uh, revealed the NFP stuff, the characters. It's called Amiibo. Only Nintendo would come up with a name like that, but, you know, they make these things work somehow. I love the fact that you have, you can use it in Smash Brothers. You're kind of supposed to be able to use it in Mario Kart. It's supposed to bring, uh, its own data just like Skylanders and Disney Infinity and supposedly... That's going to have special things for Disney Infinity and Skylanders. And if it's what you said, where you're going to be able to play with Nintendo characters, can you imagine playing with Nintendo characters with Marvel characters in Disney Infinity? I mean. And Skylanders. I mean, that would. If they can. If that's what they were referring to. Because we really don't know. But they said there's going to be special functionality. And then they talked about how you could use it to play. Smash Brothers and Mario Kart 8 with the Amiibo, right? Yeah. I keep wanting to say Amoeba. But, uh, (laughs) I mean, if that's what they were hinting at and they do this, that could be a potential system seller. Because not only do you get the audience that has Skylanders, give them a reason to get a new game, you suddenly have people who are on the fence about buying Disney Infinity wondering how good the Disney games are to play in in the game. Hey, now I can race I can fly Iron Man through Mario Kart or I can put Black Widow against Princess Zelda against Zelda in Smash Brothers. I mean, that's something that if that's what they were referring to, and I have to keep saying that because we don't know, but that would make the Wii U a more desirable system for adults and kids. I would think that right now the only thing I'm probably going to say is that it seems like you'll have functionality with the Nintendo characters in those games. I can't imagine that Nintendo would try to cross-pollinate into their own games with those characters, but who knows? Maybe this is part of Nintendo's new initiative that they said they're doing, where they're thinking outside the box and understanding that maybe they don't rule the world anymore. We're not going to license out mobile games or anything like that, but as we've seen with Hyrule Warriors, uh, maybe they'll start making more functionality with their characters. I mean, I like the idea with Smash. It's kind of weird because unless they're going to have special attacks or something that are only with those Amiibos, why would you want to use him instead of the regular Smash character? Now, like you said, we were talking about this before, while the event was going on, if they're going to debut new characters this way. Yeah, that could be their answer for DLC. Yeah, that would totally make more sense, and it's something people can physically have instead of, you know, we know how Nintendo doesn't really like giving out a lot of DLC. They're going to do free deal. Well, the first one's going to be free from Mario Kart 8. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities here with that. So I'm excited. 
and I want to see what they. I mean, we'll have to see what they do with Mario Kart Eight too. You know. Yeah. If uh, we get Link driving a cart, I don't know about that, but you know. <laughs> uh, he'd uh, probably be flying the bird from. What was it? A bird from Windwalker, or yeah. And, yeah, uh, something like that, and it just hugging the ground or something. But, I mean, again, it's that could be DLC for them. It's a way to put out DLC without charging people an arm and a leg, which is what they said they didn't want to do. Right. And uh, it's also going to have to come down to price for these characters. You know, are yeah. you going to make it a little bit cheaper than Infinity and Skylanders, make it $10 even or something? Uh, you know that that can help them because still these are not full games we're talking about. These are things that they're making to add into other games that they want you to already buy. And yes, that does encourage people to go buy your big games. But you you know, are people going to want to just now? Kids are going to want to just have these figures and play with them. But are people going to want to just go around having these figures and say they don't buy those games? I could see gamers getting them if they're if they're a ten dollar price it the mario figure that he showed looked like a very good looking model i mean it didn't seem cheaply made it didn't i would put it i mean would you say that it's made as it looked to be from looks it looked as good as skylander and infinity figures it looked like it to me i mean to, I mean, we're not going to be able to tell until you can actually touch it and stuff like that because I don't know what they're going to do with Trap Team, but from just the Skylanders, I have both of them, and the Disney Infinity ones are much better made to be a figure and stand there. The Skylanders ones kind of feel plasticky and are, you know, they're made for a game. And you can tell that, and it's fine because they don't have any reverence to those figures, right? They're just right. characters. Although the Nintendo one did come with the base, too. Yeah, that's. Well, because they have to sit yeah. on top of the, the gamepad controller, which I thought, well, that's cool. You know, you're sitting on top of the gamepad. You're not putting a portal into your Wii U. You don't have any kind of cable sticking out or anything like that. that you was don't also... have an extra peripheral you have to buy either. Exactly. So that was... Just a... buy the figure. Yeah. So that's good for Nintendo, too, is they save people money that way. Yeah. Uh, if they release Pokemon figures, you're going to have people that will buy every single figure. Oh, yep. You know, I can already uh, see Robert <laughs> signing up for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Screw my 360. I'm going to buy Wii U to get this. Uh, the, or just buy the figures to have them. Right. The Toad... Toad has his own game. What is up with this? <laughs> Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. I thought it was really interesting. You know, he we saw him riding a cartoonized dragon at the end, and he's throwing stuff around in his little cart, and his little he moves around and he's picking up turnips out of the ground and throwing them. I mean, it almost felt like a sequel to Mario Two. I'm all cool with that. You know, yeah. if they can make it better than Mario Two, I'm fine. <laughs> well, I mean, it just watching the way Toad moved and would rapidly pick up stuff. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah, exactly. And him throwing it, you know, and he... 
I just like like you said, it wasn't him just jumping on characters and kind of copying Mario. He kind of felt like he really had his own things that he does. Yeah. Makes him unique. Uh, we did get a new Zelda announcement. You said it kind of looked like a open world Zelda, Skyrim Zelda. Yeah, I mean, the way that they're talking about the world where you can be traveling through everything you see, you can reach... It reminded me of Skyrim. How enemies could pop up throughout the world. I mean, it just sounded like Skyrim. Now, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. And if we get a Zelda game with the graphics of Skyrim from the 360, I think that could be really good. It I mean, looked pretty, certainly, yeah. from what we saw. So, I mean, I'm cool. I, again, this is like Hyrule Warriors. I'm ready to play Hyrule Warriors, and I don't really care for dynasty warriors at all yeah i'm not that big into skyrim type rpgs but if uh they can pull it off with zelda i think that's something that i would play just because it has zelda in it well i'm not saying a first person view i just mean graphics quality oh yeah i think they're gonna i think they're gonna keep it third person because people are gonna want to see link while they're rolling around uh, you know, they showed him uh, riding the horse, and he's getting attacked by this huge-ass boss that's rolling around on these... Look like he was like on these panels or something. It was uh, yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> but I, it, it seems like Nintendo has a lot... You know, they listened to a lot of people or something and decided we have to really come and kick ass at this digital event and I think they delivered on all that you have the Bayonetta 2 is going to have Bayonetta 1 with it and a Link and Samus costume so I mean there you go Nintendo kind of branching out stuff from their characters into another game I mean that's that's big for them plus you get a free the free Bayonetta 1 so you can play the whole series on your Wii U I mean that's that's big for Nintendo right there uh and then Hyrule Warriors kind of what oh go ahead I was just say Hyrule Warriors showed that you can have they're gonna have bosses in it and you're gonna have different characters from the different games uh, across the Zelda universe. So I'm I'm sure that's another re- way they can have DLC too. Is maybe they have more of these amiibo Zelda characters that you put in? Yeah. What were you gonna say? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just gonna. I mean, I was just gonna agree with what you were saying. It seems like. Nintendo did listen to what people were saying and came out swinging for the fences. Another thing is they announced a Mario Maker yeah. to make your own Mario levels for the Wii U. I mean, I'm not... Again, I've said this many times, but we all love Mario. You know, we... Uh, See this with Little Big Planet and with Project Spark and Nintendo. I'm sure knew about these things and felt like they had to come out here with something. And what a better way than to just say, "Here, we're going to give you Mario levels. You create what you want with them." Yeah, and one thing that I liked it could be what we saw was it could either be in the classic style or Super Mario Brothers U. So you can go with the basic original Mario, or you can go with the newest one. I would not be surprised if they end up expanding that out to Super Mario World or Super Mario Brothers 3 just to add variety to it. 
Oh yeah, I can. I, I'm sure that they want to have a few in there to test to see how popular it is, and then I'm sure they'll add more. I mean, I want to see what Mario 64 would look like doing that and making levels. I don't think. I don't know how well that would work though, since it is. It looks like it's just a side scroller level. Side scroller. Ah, level the only level. side scroller ones. Okay. But I mean, still think about all the different side scrollers that you've had and everything that you could do with it. True. I mean, there's just with the uh, there's four there that were in the All Stars game, and then you have all the new Super Mario Brothers ones, and a lot to go on there. Yeah, and you could always throw Wario in there too, from his yeah. platforming days. Who they did? Uh, I love the robot chicken stuff <laughs> at the beginning. That was that was great. Nintendo poking fun of themselves and. Blasting the E3 press every time they said something that... What about Star Fox? Yeah. <laughs> what, another new Mario game? And then they show Mario getting upset. <laughs> He's got no game. I've been bumped. Give me my... <laughs> Maybe now you'll rethink announcing Mario Ballet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, I have to say, the little... The the thing with to announce the me being in Super Smash Brothers with Reggie and uh, Iwata fighting each other, <laughs> yeah, that was funny too. Yeah. I had the the me thing is pretty interesting. Yeah, because you can create your own character and you can choose what style of fighter it is, and you can pick the moves that that fighter is using. I would be kind of disappointed if. Uh, I'm guessing that that's what they meant when they said it's going to have custom movesets. It would be cool to be able to mess around with the characters' movesets, but I guess that's why you have those characters that they play the way you remember them. Yeah, I mean, you get you pick the style of fighter it is, then you get certain moves you can choose from from underneath that tree. And That'd the thing cool. that kind of made me interested is they talked about putting in whatever characters you want, making whatever characters you want. I wonder if they're going to have an online character share. Like they showed, well, was it Ice-T at the end? Yeah, it was Ice-T. I mean, imagine if you could trade characters or share your creation, like you could in w- in the WWE games. That's something Nintendo, I think, would really have to explore. I mean, the fact that what they announced already just from you said that online seems to be a thing they're okay with now. I mean, they, they've just got a treasure trove of stuff they can unlock if they do stuff like that. And they're actually, and even though they're going towards online, they're still supporting people and being in the same room playing the game together as well. Yep, which, uh, you know, it's a joke Randy made about the other two last night, but it's true, you know, they... They want you to play with your friends, but not in your house. Well, if you Nintendo could play with them, you. I mean, with Sony and Microsoft, if you played with your friends in your house, they wouldn't make as much money from Xbox Live or PS Plus. Right. And I can understand that. Yeah. But Nintendo has to sell to the families because those are the guys that are going to buy their system right now. Your, your casual gamer is not going to yeah. care. They're going to remember those characters that they played from their 
from being kids and and how fun this is and not necessarily think about it the fact that it doesn't graphically wow them it's something you can bring to a party and have fun with yeah and that's something they could probably use the amiibos too for uh if they come out with a new mario party game oh yeah there you go Maybe debut the Wario and Waluigi figures on that. If yeah. they don't do it on Mario Kart. The thing, the only thing I think we haven't talked about is the uh, Monolith X becomes Xenoblade Chronicles X. It gets yeah. 2015 released. Uh, it looked like uh, we talked about it. it looked like a, another Robotech game or something. Yeah. Which I would have been fine with that too. But, I mean, it looked good. I don't know. I think we had a little bit of gameplay footage thrown in with the videos, but... Well, it looked in-engine to me because of the the animated uh, stuff there. But, I mean, overall, it looks like it'll be... It's a game that hardcore gamers would enjoy. For sure. And they also announced uh, Paulina from, is it the Kid Icarus games? Yeah. As a character for Smash Brothers? And they kind of hinted about Dark Pit there at the end as well. Yeah, they did. Where he showed up. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, uh, that's that's what I was just saying, where Dark Pit showed up at the very end of the video. Right, and he's like, oh, you're disturbing my game or whatever? Yeah. Although they did tease me a little bit when they had the animated Link versus pit fight at first i thought they were going to announce uh, anime oh me too i was like okay i'm, I'm on with this you know and then uh, it, it's still a nice way to to kind of introduce your character i thought that was pretty nice yeah i mean it looks like the sky's the limit right now for nintendo they certainly did a lot really good things for themselves uh well and there was the uh paint shooter too Oh, Splatoon, yeah, we didn't yeah. even talk about that, but yeah, that looked really interesting. Uh, I love the uh, the squid, where you can turn into the squid and swim through the paint to get to the other side more, and the fact that you can use the gamepad to, once again, using the gamepad for smart things, you control your little, you can pick where you want your character to go on the map and join your friends instantly, like they rocket jump over there. Yeah. And then when an enemy is destroyed, they explode in your color paint, so they move slower, and you can move faster around them. They showed some uh, different weapons there at the end, along with the paint roller. The paint roller was awesome. <laughs> I mean, it just it looks like a fun game. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know maybe a kitty eyes shooter or something, but I think it Again, promotes more family play because you're it's a team of four going against another team of four. It's online. Yeah. I mean, it kind of reminds me of a Sunset Overdrive in a way where mm-hmm. you have completely weird weapons and you got people working together to do stuff. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a kitty shooter. It's just that you're shooting pain instead of bullets, but you're well, still shooting the, sniper the rifles. The characters are kids. And, well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, you're still shooting sniper rifles, grenade launchers. Uh, whatever the original guns are, I guess that would just be like a rifle. So, I mean, they they aren't trying to just give you a paint sprayer and say, this is your weapon. They did make it guns. 
Right. For Nintendo, that's a step up, I guess. But I guess it would be like the equality of using like Nerf guns or something. Yeah, but again, for when you think about Nintendo, you don't think of four-on-four multiplayer, online multiplayer where you're shooting other people. Right. Whether it's with pain or not. And I mean the the fact that they the the devil's third one still surprises me because you know we know he's uh, if I'm not mistaken that's the guy that makes the ninja ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive so I mean having and then the multiplayer the way it looked just with really all the stuff the going on <laughs> yeah tons of stuff going on there and then the. You had the you had the sexual stuff with this girl in a bikini and a lingerie on, trying to seduce this guy. He's got weapons, his swords. He uses to slash around. Now, I mean, they did have Ninja Gaiden for the the 3DS, but it wasn't anything like. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's cutting off be. limbs and heads with his melee weapons. And one of the things they talked about was they wanted a seamless combat from range to melee and it looked seamless from what they showed. I mean, obviously you couldn't see how the person was controlling the character, but it the video looked like it went pretty seamlessly from one to the other. Yeah, I really like that too because a lot of times you'll you have to really pull out the weapon, there's a little bit of lag, whatever. It seemed like he's going from one to another, so that helps with the gameplay. Uh, I'm sure they're going to kind of have some of that stuff in Bayonetta too. And you can block melee weapons. Wow. That's, uh... Something that's Call of Duty taught us could never happen. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, overall, where would you place this in the... I mean, this is the last big conference they're going to really show. Where do you place Nintendo in, in, in all of this? I put Nintendo on top. I mean, they theirs was the most entertaining press conference. With Sony's and Microsoft's, there were moments during the press conference where I felt just kind of not bored, but my attention wandered. I just... It didn't keep... There were spots where it just didn't keep my full attention. With Nintendo's press conference, they... It kept my full attention, and I never thought about switching over to something else, or I didn't want to type as much because I wanted to keep watching what was going to happen. You had the robot chicken to break it up so you didn't just have somebody coming out and saying this is what we've been doing next. They went right into a robot chicken short which made it more entertaining as well. Right. Instead of the the way Microsoft chose to break things up was asking developers questions which I thought was like kind of like okay. Yeah. Most people don't even know who these guys are to really care about how long they've been playing games or other things. What their and, favorite game was, which yeah. gave a lot of press for Nintendo, really. But <laughs> And, I mean, it, well, I mean, it's better than Sony with their... Again, they just have this knack of being able to slow down their conferences to a crawl with talking. And they yeah. did too much of it. But, I mean, that was kind of like the only time I was bored. Yeah, and even the uh, talking that we got from Nintendo was entertaining. I mean, like when you had Reggie actually talking in person about the Amiibo, 
it didn't seem boring. It was an explanation for what you had just seen with in the fight scene. I don't like the fact that they're going to be streaming stuff live all throughout E3. I mean, they really wanted to make it a big deal that they're going to be there promoting their games and showing you yep. you can hear what the developers have to say about their games. I mean, not that Sony and Microsoft aren't doing that. I'm sure if you're at E3, it's a big deal. But Nintendo made it seem like we really want everybody to be able to see what these guys are going to see on the show floor. And it made it seem like they're actually caring about E3 this year as opposed to last year where they, you got the impression they just didn't care about E3 and they were just going to go do their own thing. Which I don't blame them in a way. They knew they couldn't compete with new consoles coming out. But I, I like the fact that they weren't scared. They said, yeah. here are our games. This is what we make. We know you love these games. Uh, we got an announcement, uh, announced date for November 21st for the Omega... But God, I can't name the names Omega, right now. Omega, Sapphire, and... Alpha Ruby. Something like that. Yeah. Which looks to just... I mean, it looks like a remastered version of the game. It is. But, I mean, that's... I have nothing wrong with that. Did they... Now, I've never played those. Did they have Master Evolution in that like they did? No, in, those uh, are actually put into the game from the X and Y, so that's yeah. good on their part. So it's not just saying, yeah, we're just re-releasing the game with better graphics. They're adding stuff to it as well, mm -hmm. which I think is a good way to have new Pokemon games every year if they're going to do that. Have a brand new one, have a remastered with new mechanics, to break it each year to break it up and you still get Pokemon out on the market. You still get people wanting to play it and you increase your sales. I agree with that. That's probably why they're holding off on Emerald because after Ruby and Sapphire, there really isn't any that you need to remake because you can play the DS games with your 3DS right now. And they still want you to buy those because they never lower the price. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, for me, I think, uh, now obviously being biased, because even though I don't own a Wii U right now, I'm always kind of partial to the Mars and the Zeldas and the, the, I mean, especially getting a Star Fox, even though we really didn't get to see a whole lot of it. We got to see Miyamoto playing it through the gamepad, but I really enjoyed the fact that they said, look, we're going to bring you what you want. The only thing that was missing was Metroid. Everything else of their big Names, even Kirby, we didn't talk about it. Kirby got a yeah. Rainbow Curse, which is a Wii U version of Canvas Curse, basically, and it looked really good. I love Canvas Curse. That was one of the things that made the uh, the DS great, and it's gamepad. You use it on the gamepad. So, again, making the gamepad something important. It's your one thing you have on everybody else, and if nobody else is going to do it but Nintendo, at least they're using it. Yeah, I mean, every, going into this press conference, a lot of people were saying the gamepad was a liability. Nintendo looks like they focused on making it a plus to have it as opposed to just making it a liability. Yeah, exactly, because some people were talking about, are they going to make a skew without the gamepad? Yeah. You know, is it, I, I'm glad that they make you feel like it's important for something. So, well, unless you have anything else you want to discuss here the only thing i'll say is watching this press conference made me actually consider 
getting wanting to get a Wii U. Agreed. Me too. And because it did that, I'm going to consider that a big success for Nintendo. Because I mean, I've said repeatedly, I just never saw myself getting a Wii U unless they did something big, and it looks like that's what they're doing. And that's what they really needed to do. They really need to come knock it out of the park, and I think that's, to me, that's what they did. I know Microsoft did a lot of great things with wall-to-wall games, and but I feel like there was still some of those games that you know aren't going to come out for a while, or maybe they're not that interesting to me personally, or you personally, or... I felt like Nintendo hit on everything, and then they surprised with, like, the Toad game, and... Yeah. I mean, I I will probably never buy a Yarn Yoshi game, but it was still interesting to watch it. The most I can compare it to, in, like, for example, Microsoft's press conference was, I'll never buy a racing game. That's not Mario Kart. So, while them talk about Forza Horizon just kind of was eh. But as I watch the Yoshi game, I, as I watch it more and more, I'm still entertained watching it. And it's making me think, well, maybe this is something I would be willing to try as opposed to generic car racing game 230. Right. That's the thing, too. It felt like all these are unique experiences you can have with the Wii U, whereas, you know, Sony and Microsoft, you can kind of do that on their systems, whether which one. Navy it looks better, in quotations, that Andrew House loved to point out there on, uh, at the press conference, and that's why they, they were being shown, because they were going to look better. Seriously. Come on, guys. Can we, like, stop with all that? But, uh... Yeah, I mean, Sony and, and Microsoft kind of do their own... They do the similar things on their systems. Wii U, the graphical quality is not there, but they make the the characters and, and their games important, and it's it makes you feel like, okay, I can only do these things on Wii U. I yeah. need to go get a Wii U now. Another thing that I just thought of that Nintendo showed that Microsoft and Sony really didn't, platformers. It seems like... Microsoft and Sony are saying, other than Project Spark and Little Big Planet, we're not going to do platform. So we'll have indie games do it, but we're not going to focus on it. Nintendo is saying, we know you enjoy platformers, and we're doing platformers, and we're going to do them right. Because out of all the games they announced, I want to say the largest majority of games that they announced were platformers. Yeah, yeah, Toad, Yoshi, Kirby... And there's another one I'm missing, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, it just it seems like Nintendo is saying we know our strengths and we're we know what that you actually want these games, so we're gonna make the we're gonna make sure that putting it out is gonna work. Oh, it was the Mario, yeah, the Mario Maker. Builder. And I mean, <laughs> I like what they said. Okay, you can create. Mario-like games on Project Spark, Little Big Planet, or you can get a Wii U and actually make a Mario game using the Wii U. <laughs> yeah, nice shot there. <laughs> uh, I I had something in my head and I was gonna, and I now I lost it. But 
I, I think overall that's the big thing. The only thing that they really need to do now is you got to get these games out faster. Yeah, you've got to well, and you've got to deliver on the promise. I mean, if Xenogears hits or Devil's Third hits and it gets a two out of ten reviews because nothing's working right on it, they're going to lose momentum. They cannot afford a bad rated game. Like on the Wii, Red Steel and Red Steel 2 was supposedly seen as the nod towards adult gamers, but it never got a, it never really worked. But because the Wii was so popular, they got away with it. They can't afford that with the Wii U. Right. Every game has to deliver, and most of the time, the Nintendo, you know, fashion games do deliver. But it takes them so long to make them or bring them out or they delay them. And they even delayed the 3DS Smash Brothers to October 3rd. No more summer release. So now they're going to come out, I think, probably about like a month with it, you know, within each other. Which, I don't know if that's the greatest idea in the world. But at least, you know, the 3DS one is going to uh, be well made. Yeah, and it's going to have different game modes too, which kind of interested me a little bit with what they're showing challenge modes and stuff like that which is probably better for a handheld and then you already know the levels are going to be all 2D levels whereas the uh, Wii U is going to be 3D levels so that's going to be interesting a lot of stuff came out of this Um, so much positive stuff about Nintendo which is normally something that's not associated with them for what seems like for months so I'm just happy that Nintendo is able to be able to be there on equal footing and stand up with the big boys for this yeah. uh, press conference. Uh, one thing that just popped into my head that Nintendo did that Sony didn't was they talked about their handheld. Yeah, that too. I mean, they didn't have... Perhaps they're going to have another 3DS showcase or something later. They've been yep. doing that the past E3s, but... I mean, they showed off the the Pokemon game. Did they? The they Smash Brothers and Smash Brothers. You know, and that's those are two big games. So yeah. I, I'm just uh, happy. Like I said, good to know that Nintendo's not going anywhere because it always is bad when you lose one piece of competition, a part of competition that can inspire different games from different developers. So Nintendo deserves its place, and it rightfully showed it does with this conference so we have one more tonight a regular uh, co-op multi E3 wrap up show you can say with Daniel myself Randy will be back and uh, Randall's going to make his return he says hopefully nothing prevents him from being able to do so still trying to see if we'll get Jeremy and Robert should be back but I think he has to do one of his music podcast or something he might miss like the first 15 or 30 minutes yeah, I'll probably be calling in instead of being I won't be on my computer because I have to work overnight but unless the people that I'm watching need in a certain room I'll be able to talk for as long as we're going okay well that's good to know I am having issues with for some reason I don't know if I need to uninstall my Skype and reinstall it but it won't even when I try to add somebody that calls through Skype into like our call, it automatically cancels the call with you and makes me talk to them. 
even if I hit add to group call, which is weird. I never had that happen. So, could it be something to do with the? Uh, are they changing the way Skype works now, or perhaps I don't know. Microsoft does so many different things. I have no idea. Yeah. But uh, hopefully you're going to join us tonight around midnight Eastern. That's when we're going to be doing this. Uh, if not, you can listen to on demand. Go find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Click the Cooperative Multiplayer Live. That's going to have the one that has the newest episodes. There's another one out there just called Co-op Multi. That was our old channel. Uh, something happened. We had to stop putting shows on there. But we made a new channel. Go to that one. We have a Twitter. It's Co-op Multi or Coop Multi 41. They don't let you have a dash. So. And of course, check that Facebook page out, Cooperative Multiplayer on Facebook. So, yeah, and if there's anything you want us to talk about, your favorite part of E3 or your favorite part of a press conference, a new game that was announced, send us a message on Facebook, mention it on Twitter, and or show up live and mention it in the comment section, and we'll probably talk about it. Very, very true. It's all about what you guys want to talk about as well, because. Love to hear feedback and stuff and see what you guys say because everybody's a gamer. You know, we're, we're just people that are privileged to be able to write for a website and whatever. There's many of you out there that are just gamers and want to enjoy games like everybody else. So, alrighty, until later tonight. Peace. Bye.